Welcome to Soft Landing, the podcast that makes interior design accessible to everyone. Hey guys, I'm Amy. I'm an interior designer, artist, and space planner. I'm here to talk about everything you need to know about interior design, from furniture to finances. I'm sharing over a decade of experience to help you find real design solutions and craft the space of your dreams. Hello, my fancy friends. I'm so happy to be with you once again. We are in full-blown spooky season, and I am absolutely loving it. This is my favorite time of year by a long shot. And where interior design and all things Halloween meet in a Venn diagram is the haunted house. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I am obsessed with the architecture and interiors that show up in movies and television, and that is especially true for the horror genre and anything that is Halloween-related. Today, I want to talk specifically about a particular element that really adds to the creepiness factor of any given home, what it is, where it comes from, and how you can add it to your own house. And I have a gift for you that I will talk about at the end of this episode. If you follow me on social media, you may have heard about this, so this episode will serve as a backstory for exactly what this gift is and how to use it. I want to give a quick disclaimer. I am not a paranormal expert. In fact, I'm a bit of a skeptic myself. If you think that your home is haunted, feel free to go back and listen to episode 10, which is titled Eight Things to Do If You Think Your House is Haunted. There are often very practical, realistic reasons why things are going bump in the night. That being said, this is for entertainment purposes only. I personally am fully entertained by all things goblins, ghouls, and ghosts. You know, ghost stories have been with us for a very long time. They play an important role in the art of storytelling in our society, and they can be traced back as far as the Roman Empire. Now, haunted houses are a little bit more of a modern invention. They were created to distract rambunctious youth and even attempt to scare them into accepting conservative morals. The mid-20th century brought a boom of haunted houses specifically for entertainment purposes. Disney took it to the real mainstream in 1969 when they opened their Haunted Mansion ride. There was a variety of different styles of haunted houses that we still see today, like the Haunted Hayride or the Haunted Maze, but many of these took on the style of the Gilded Age home, and this was because of the changing tastes of the time. Modern designers like Alvar Alto and the Eames were creating homes and buildings that had a simplified style to them and a clean aesthetic. And many ornate Victorian and various revivalist-style homes were abandoned or poorly maintained, creating that worn, creepy, mysterious effect that we see in haunted houses. There are many distinct components that give a home that Victorian chill. But my personal obsession right now is what is sometimes referred to as fretwork. Fretwork comes from the French fretter, which means lattice. 
fret work can occur on the interior or exterior of a home, and it shows up in eaves, gables, brackets, balusters. It can be made from metal or wood and usually consists of a series of dowels and decorative baubles. We'll often see grids and vine work, arches and semicircles, lots of little bibs and bobs. The most common place I notice fretwork on an old Victorian home is spanning between the posts on a porch, filling in that opening and helping to frame it out. We'll see fretwork on the interior of a home as well, punctuating cased openings between living and dining rooms, and even implying the profile of an arch without the use of structural elements or drywall, keeping the space visually open. These lacy-looking adornments became especially popular with the gingerbread and stick-style architectural movements. These late 1800s styles are exactly what they sound like aesthetically, mimicking the elaborate artisanal brick construction of Gothic architecture, but using easily accessible thin pieces of wood and steam-powered saws to make quick and easier work of visually painstaking designs very industrial revolution. This allowed more modest-sized homes to include embellishments and details otherwise associated with luxury estates for the ultra-wealthy. Gingerbread architecture can still be found, especially in historic districts like Cape May, New Jersey and Port-au-Prince, Haiti. With new automated technologies like CNC routers and laser cutting machines, fretwork has reappeared in new construction for the first time in nearly 100 years. This includes the ubiquitous vertical wood slat screen that has completely consumed the commercial interior design world. But how can you say no to stick work? I think that this particular feature of the Victorian home really helps give that spooky feeling because the more intricacies in the design of a home, the more material our minds have to imagine faces, silhouettes, profiles, and even movement. You might notice fretwork on your local abandoned Victorian mansion, but if you don't have any of those nearby, you can also reference many different Halloween-themed movies. We see fretwork appear on the home in Edward Scissorhands. Michael Myers' childhood home has a, just a touch of fretwork around the porch. The Bates House in Psycho, not the actual Long Motel, but their creepy home on the top of the hill, covered in fretwork. The Owens House in Practical Magic has lots of little fret details, and even Salem's own Denison House from Hocus Pocus. And now you too can add these elements to your home to amp up the spooky quotient for this time of year or any. I have created four fun and festive fretwork templates that are available for free to download on my website. These are templates you can simply print out on your home printer or at your local copy store and spend a nice cozy crafternoon cutting out. They look great fixed to the corner of windows, the edges of mirrors, and even right on your walls. If you're really into the holiday spirit, you can enlarge these templates and use them to trace dramatic silhouettes onto cardboard or even wood to give a striking scale to your home's Halloween decor. All you have to do is go to www.softlandingstudio.com, click on downloads, and enter your email to download away. 
and you automatically sign up for my email list, which I plan to start using more this next year to keep you informed of everything new and exciting happening with Soft Landing. When you add the fretwork to your spooky home decor, take pictures and tag me on Instagram or TikTok at Soft Landing Studio. I love to see what you're up to for decorations this year. And as always, take great care of yourself and I will see you in the next episode. This episode is brought to you by Soft Landing Studio. If you enjoy this podcast and want to take your space to the next level, you can book a virtual appointment with me to review your home, office, or retail project. Whether you want a quick brainstorming session, a series of regular check-ins during your renovation, or to work with my full interior design services. We will talk through all your interior design goals, dreams, and aspirations and give you a roadmap to get there. Go to www.softlandingstudio.com to schedule your experience now. And while you're there, don't forget to download the absolutely free guide to getting started. This fun-filled PDF quiz will orient you at the very beginning of your interior design journey. If you know you aren't 100% happy in your space, but you don't know what to do about it, this guide is for you. You will be directed towards big idea solutions, so you'll know what to do, and most importantly, what to avoid. Go to www.softlandingstudio.com for your free copy today.